Hey, Bader. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the X Button Podcast. Today is September the 24th. Hope everybody's having a good Friday. Baby, we made it. Baby, we made it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic time to be alive. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of shit popping off. We got a lot of stuff going on in the gaming world. We got a lot of stuff going on outside the gaming world, but we're just going to keep it to games today. Uh, hope everybody's having a great week. Hopefully it wasn't too, uh, wasn't too hard. Wasn't too busy. Wasn't too hectic. Hopefully you or anybody, you know, hopefully nobody's got the, the big C. Hopefully everybody's staying healthy and uh staying safe staying protected uh outside of that outside of that let's just get it right into the shit what did i do today um to be honest i didn't do a lot i oh i mean i guess i did a lot in the in the world of gaming i watched the nintendo direct which we're going to go over the, the impressions of that or my impressions and i also played a shit ton of kina i also played smash with jay but we'll talk about that in a minute uh, what have I been playing? Kina and Smash. What have I been reading? <clears throat> Nothing. But I did, I, did, I did get book eight of Berserk. So you get to hear me talk about Berserk for another week. Probably another day because I'll probably finish it over the weekend. Uh, as long as Kina isn't too long. I should be binging Kina all day tomorrow and the next day. So, um, And then we also have the Halo uh, Tech Flight demo thing. Beta, whatever you want to call it. Uh, happening over the weekend as well. I am signed up as an insider, so I'll be able to give you guys impressions on that on Monday. Hopefully, it's nice and fun. I can't wait to try it. I've been seeing it, I've been seeing pictures on Twitter of it, <clears throat> and it looks like it's uh, finally looking next gen. Like it's actually looking impressive. Uh, the gameplay from the first one actually looked pretty good, and uh, this should be no different. It actually should be even better. It's going to be with real players, and it's going to be a big team battle. Oh man, I can't fucking wait. But, you know, uh, we'll see that whenever it comes up. Uh, yeah, man. Kina is fucking amazing. Uh, I think I kind of talked about everything I needed to at the beginning. I haven't watched anything or I haven't really read anything either. So, uh, Kina, let me let me go over some Kina, some updated Kina impressions now that I'm a few days since my last update. Kina is phenomenal. And how Deathloop got all these 10s and Kina swam in uh, a bunch of 8s. And uh, eights and nines, crazy. Kina deserves more praise. It is um, a studio's first game, Ember Lab's first game, and it's phenomenal. Like, I, I made it past the first boss, and I'm working on the second area now. And holy shit, man! Like the the cinematics are, they look so like so much effort was put into them. The story is like very. Uh, it's touching on like a lot of spiritual topics, which uh, I'd like to think I'm kind of spiritual. So when they're kind of diving into like, you know, dead people or uh, people who are like, you know, t- touching the people that they kind of never really got to connect with, like certain the characters really interact that way. Oh man, it gets it gets fucking. It doesn't get like emotional to where I'm gonna like cry or anything. Nothing that serious, but it's um. It's well done, put it that way. Like, it's very well done. The voice acting is great. Um, performance is pretty great. I think, uh, I think it, I think it, uh, lacks in, 
a form of fluidity. I notice in the combat sometimes I'll randomly get hit or um, it's not as fluid or tight as I'd like, if that makes any sense. And oh boy, let me tell you something about this game. This game is the biggest con. And you want to know why? It's because it's getting all you, you know, all you people who just aren't cultured as me in video games. It's getting all you guys into the one thing that you never wanted to play, and that's a Souls game. And I think that's the most jarring thing about this game is it feels like you're playing a a Zelda, you know, an old N64 Zelda, and then when you get into the boss battles, it's like a fucking Souls game. And while I love that, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at uh, how much that, how like jarring that switch is. I feel like that combat is very different from the the combat you're doing around the level. Like anybody in the level, I can they can get the hands uh, that are rated E for everybody. And I, I give them those, and it's easy. Um, I barely get hit, whatever. But in the boss fights, it's like, or the I guess like the mini boss fights. I just did a big boss fight, so a mini boss fight, whatever. Uh, they are more aggressive. They have different move sets, and they have combos where the standard enemy really doesn't. You have like one way to kill them. Uh, for instance, the guys with the shields, you kind of just hit the heavy attack. You, uh, you know, you do some light attacks on the lighter enemies. You shoot arrows at the fucking moss and stuff. It's, it's well done combat, but I think, uh, I think that difference is why a lot of people are coming out saying the game is hard because, uh, not a lot of those players play souls likes or anything like that. So they're not really used to that, like that level of, of combat. So you probably, you probably will die a lot on a normal difficulty for the average player. Um, but if you have played like souls likes and stuff, you will get the, you'll understand how those battles go in, um, in the boss fights. And another thing is like, you don't have to run all the way back to it. Uh, I, I even have that like thought in my head after I got through a couple of the mini bosses in the, in the main boss, I was like, fuck, like I died a couple times on a, a couple different enemies and just because I was making dumb mistakes and shit. And I didn't, I honestly didn't even know that if you do the, send the rot over to the flower it heals you i was like okay you know figured that out halfway through a battle while i was getting my ass whooped um but i noticed that like uh i forgot where i was going with that but yeah bottom line it's gonna be a little jarring if you're not used to it i think um i think the biggest thing is that it the combat doesn't really stay consistent compared to like when you're fighting regular enemies and and heavier um more aggressive enemies but I will say the variety is nice. Like, it, it really switches up the type. Like, I just got into the second area, and now there's, like, lizard monsters and shit. Like, it, I love the designs of everything. I love the wooden mask gimmick. It kind of reminds me of, like, Majora's Mask a little bit. Uh, I love the art style. I love the characters. Like, it, it really does truly feel like you're playing a Studio Ghibli movie. And it's not just because there's, like, little black dust bunnies running around. It's just... It's the art style. It's the story. It's the the content it's you know it's the art it's everything it's oh man really really in love with kina or kana i can't wait to play that more i'm gonna finish that shit over the weekend for real i'm gonna i'm gonna spend as much time as i can and just blast through it not because i want to get it over with quick just because i want to i want to get it done you know not not that i'm rushing i just want to i want to spend all my time this weekend in that game and i know i have time to that i got to spend on halo i got to do another pod for monday and i got life so like i know that's going to be impossible to crunch all that in in one weekend but i will 
make that a thing to like get this shit done. So by Monday, I might even have a keynote review. Uh, I'll keep it spoiler free for anybody who hasn't played it. And, uh, you know, anyways, anyways, my mango, anyways, uh, let's talk about the nitty gritty. Let's get down right to it, baby. Cause there's not a lot to talk about today, but there is a big event that happened yesterday that we can talk about. Um, I think some of our expectations were not met and some of them were, um, were mainly, I'd say overall the event was underwhelming. Uh, there was a lot of things that I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like things I'm like semi interested in, you know? Um, but, and so some things just didn't look right like that. I, I was not expecting or didn't really think of, um, Anyways, uh, let me start from the top. Let me find where the top is. Alrighty, let me go here. Let me go here, here. Let me go here, here. Alright, I'm just going to use uh, Adam Banker's list of everything that happened at the Nintendo Direct, and I'll just riff off of each one that they have listed here. Um, and this is on IGN. So the first thing they mention is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh was announced, which is the new Kirby game. It's actually 3D, so it looks like uh, you're playing like a you know Mario Odyssey or some shit or Mario 64. I will say that I don't know if it was just the stream. I might have to see some HD footage of all these games because I think my overall review of the event was like it gave content that looked semi interesting, but it was probably drawn back from uh, the quality that we were seeing and some of the content we were seeing. We we're like. I feel like it wasn't delivering in that pocket, but it did deliver in like giving us new things to look out for. Like for instance, a Kirby game, which I don't think a lot of people were, were craving for or expecting, but it's something it's, it's part of the, the big, what five or six, whatever the fuck Nintendo has. It's part of their main characters. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a big deal when it comes out, but I'm wondering if it's going to be, a hit like Luigi's Mansion, or if it's going to be a dud like Mario Tennis, you know, and it could easily be one or the other. And I know, I know Kirby isn't really like the biggest character in Nintendo's uh, like library, but I think uh, I think it's interesting that they're bringing some of these characters back to the forefront, like WarioWare, uh, because there are certain games that we haven't gotten in a long time, and there's fan bases for these as well, so. Seeing a new Kirby game is actually exciting to me, especially if it's something that's more up my alley in the form of a 3D platformer uh, like Mario Odyssey and shit because I'm not really into some of the older Kirby games. I feel like uh, I never really liked the old 2D ones. Uh, some of the some of the ones on like 3DS and stuff, it just they did not they were not my jam. And then that I think there was one on the Switch early on that was like I don't know, I I just it was not not my jam, so this one looks more like an adventure style game and that would actually be kind of interesting. It showed him copying abilities or her, whatever, copying abilities. And like he, he sucked up a spike ball thing and turned it into a spike and then was like picking up enemies with its spikes. It's, it's cool shit. Uh, fun, uh, what puzzle solving, I guess is what you would call it. looks very interesting. It looks like it has potential, but like I said, I'm worried if it's going to be one of those mid games that are just like, you know, they're not it just I, i'm wondering if it's going to deliver or not um and that remains to be seen nintendo switch online expansion pack announced which includes n64 and sega genesis this allows you to play 
Uh, so they're they're officially adding N64 and Sega Genesis to the Nintendo Switch Online library. However, it's called an expansion pack because they want money. So if you want those things, which I actually might indulge myself in because it has some cool features, let me get to it. But um, it's it's they're adding N64 and Sega Genesis games. They will have online multiplayer uh, options for some games. And they will have co-op, like, local four-player for certain games that support, like, Mario 64. Or Mario Kart 64, rather. Um, so that's awesome. It's, like, it's bringing these games modern. I'm sure they're going to run better than the previous ones, obviously. Uh, they'll, they'll be HD to the point where we can actually see everything. Not um, So it, it'll overall be closer to, like, an emulation than it will be playing on an actual N64. Which could be a good thing. Hopefully it's all fine-tuned and shit. Um, and the list goes in 64 games they're adding so far is Super Mario 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario's, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64. Holy fuck, Star Fox. Are you kidding me? Sin and Punishment, Dr. Mario 64, Mario Tennis 64, Win Back, and Yoshi's Story. Uh, the launch lineup for Sega Genesis is Sonic, which that was kind of jarring to see Sega Genesis, uh, being represented on a Nintendo console. I'm pretty sure they have before, but like, it's a little jarring. They're like, hey, here's this library, two of these of our old competition. Here's this, their dead body right here. Go and play with it. Um, but, you know, I'm sure it's whatever at this point. So it's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, not 1, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin Y, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, um, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, uh, Fantasy Star 4, Fantasy Rise Star, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Strider. Uh, the service will also get more N64 games in the future like Banjo-Kazooie. Cool. Uh, little Xbox love there. Pokemon Snap. That one was like, holy fuck. You know what I'm saying? I would love to play something like that. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Awesome. Ocarina and Majora's Mask are like interesting. However, why can't they just put the 3DS version of Majora's Mask or uh, Ocarina on here? Because when they show the Ocarina gameplay, I was like, holy fuck, it looks old. And that's because they're using the N64 copy, not the, not the 3DS copy. And I feel like making that a 3DS version wouldn't be that hard. But, I mean, I'm not a game dev, so whatever. And they probably have to do something with the, the SKUs and whatever. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Kirby 64, so that's cool. More Kirby. The Crystal Shards, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, and F-Zero X. I never played F-Zero, but I'm definitely interested to try that out. Uh, they also announced that uh, exclusive to Nintendo Switch Online members, you can get an N64 controller and a Sega Genesis, Sega Genesis controller. There's a lot of word stuff in here. Um, and they're going to be wireless. Ooh. And they're going to support all these games that you're getting on here, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, the whole expansion pack service will cost more money. They haven't announced what it is yet. Uh, and they said it's due to arrive late October. So that's awesome. Uh, the controllers, I assume, I think are... their pricing... Or no, the release dates haven't been announced. But I know that they're 50 bucks for each controller. If you want that. And then uh, Bayonetta 3 was also shown with a 2022 release date. Then it got slashed in half, and I was like, oh, now they're going to do 2021. Just release it this winter because it looks pretty good. And uh, no, that's not happening. Um, so, you know, it was announced four years ago, and we finally get to look at it. 
it looks impressive actually it looks really great i feel like it ran well uh especially compared to all the other things they showed it was 60 frames and it looked like it was doing a lot of a lot of shit on screen it wasn't really chugging too much i will say that god damn it all these games are starting to look worse and worse because we need a goddamn switch pro and uh you know hey you know the fucking the steam deck is coming nintendo should probably look into this uh, especially as they got all these demanding games out here. Like, Jesus, man. Jesus, man. I don't know if you've ever seen that video. Anyways, it looks great. Uh, they did show a character at the end. a lot. Like Right when it showed it, Jay, Jay I was watching with Jay, uh, host of the Hi, I'm Jay podcast. And he was like, he's like, oh my God, it's Devil May Cry. And I was like, hmm, no, no way. But they like teased him like he was some special character and he had a sword. And I was like, I don't fucking know who that is. Because they don't really show his face. They don't really show who it is. It didn't look like a DMC character, but it could be a cool crossover, but I, I really don't think so. Uh, Splatoon 3 gameplay and Return of the Mamma... 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 Oh, my God. I'm going to fuck that up. Mammal... Mammalian... Mammal... Mammal... All right, fuck it. Mamma... Oh, my God. I can't say it. <laughs> Mammalians. Mammalians. There we go. Mammalians. All right. The Mammalians uh, single-player campaign revealed. So it, it showed some story mode of uh, Splatoon 3, which, again, it looked like shit. But I think once we get it in our hands and once it's on, like, a 1080p screen, it's going to look great, especially on the OLED. It's going to look awesome. But, man, I, I was really expecting this to be a little bit prettier. It looked like they're adding a lot of features. They had some squid that had, like... Uh, something like a, a spider-man thwip type thing where they can like shoot at a wall and pull themselves toward it toward it while splashing it with paint or ink whatever it looked interesting i really like splatoon 2 and uh splatoon 3 looks like it's only improving uh the story mode i will say doesn't look crazy interesting they have some new little weird creature or whatever uh i'm def definitely gonna play it definitely gonna try it out but i don't think it's that bombshell of a campaign that we all need it's not last of us 3 over here um, what if it was? That'd be kind of fucking interesting. He's like, how are you doing there, Squiddo? Hey, what'd you think about that joke? You like that? Clap it up. Clap it up. You really gonna go through with this? What are you doing there, Squiddo? Uh, <laughs> um, anyways. Anyways. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Oh, wait. Time out. Sp Splatoon 3 has a 2022 release window, which is awesome. Good to know. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak expansion pack announced for 2022. Which, when I first saw this, I was like, cool, but it's another game that just doesn't run well on Switch. I have Monster Hunter Rise Digital, and I just don't play it. It's like, it's it works, but it doesn't feel right. Especially after playing Monster Hunter World on PlayStation 4 and 5, where it runs great, it looks great, and it's it's doing a lot more. And the, the matchmaking works well, and the online works well, where... On Switch, it's a different story. It's a little different, and it's like it's just a little bit more clunky and cumbersome. And I, it's not as convenient as I wanted it. It should be a lot quicker to like drop and drop out of things, but it feels like Monster Hunter World on on Switch with like less features, which it's knocking it. But I'm not trying to knock it too much. It does seem like it's a very potent, like potential heavy game. I have a friends who've played the shit out of it, so I'm not saying it's a bad game by any means. I just it's not what not what I wanted out of that. I wanted more of Monster Hunter World, and that may just me being that may just be me being spoiled at what I got on PlayStation. So that is what it is. 
Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Final DLC character has been announced to be announced on October the 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Why the fuck do you put it at an early time? I gotta be at work while you're fucking blowing your load all over my phone, man. That sucks, right? Isn't that what October 5th is? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. A Tuesday. Now, the upside of this is they did mention that it will be the final presentation as well, which means they're going to show gameplay. And typically when they do that, it comes out the week of or the day after or the day of. So that's interesting. I'm really excited about that. That means whatever they do show, we should be able to immediately play it or play it very, very soon. Unless they're still going through some planning phases or what. My main question is, what the fuck are they doing after this? I know they're not doing a DLC pack and they didn't announce one here. So that's a bummer. You know, my predictions my predictions were very wrong, but... What is Sakurai? Sakurai just going to go into a black room and just sit there and be like, wake me up whenever you guys want more DLC. Because uh, I know he's tired of the whole series. I know he wants to create other things probably. Um, so that's great for him. I hope he like has a nice little send-off and shit. But um, I still feel like if the Switch isn't getting a pro, and even if it does get a pro, it's still got a legacy of games that it will carry over to it most likely. Um what is you know what is Sakurai gonna do? I know he's I know he's doing that, but like or not Sakurai. What is Smash gonna do? Um, because it's still a living, breathing game, and they might just like put the button on it or the bow, whatever. But uh, I really hope not. I really hope it keeps on going for a little longer. I'm not trying to be a greedy gamer. I know that's like what everybody wants, but it does take a lot of dev time to make these things. And if they keep going and they don't think they can do it without Sakurai, then, you know, don't fucking bother with it. Just make it a complete package and send it. But the, what I'm wondering is like, if they do carry on, what does that look like? If they do a sequel after this game, what does it look like? I might be thinking a little too far into the, into the future, but there's no way Smash is over, right? And if it is, is this it? You know what I'm saying? Is that, that they, they've done a lot, don't get me wrong, but it, is this really like the finale? Like, especially if it's a dull character, then we're like, is this the season eight of Game of Thrones right here? Like, is this that sour taste that we just didn't get what we want as, like, the majority of the greedy fan base? So it's like, uh, okay. But hopefully it's a great character. Uh, that'd be fucked if they're just like, here's another Fire Emblem character. Fuck off. And I'd be happy just because of the new character. I'm happy with any, when any new character gets on, but... Um, and most of them turn into, like, my favorite shit, like... Pyramithra was from Xenoblade. I never played that game uh, fully. I've got like got early into both, but I never really played long, and uh, not a, not enough to meet Pyramithra. And yeah, I love her. She's like my main characters now. So uh, that's a that's an interesting thing, man. I don't know. Uh, maybe we're thinking too far ahead. Hopefully, we will get more news um, soon. I know October fifth. They're they're saying. Or they're having the last uh, Sakurai Presents. And I wonder... I wonder... I just wonder what's going to happen next, you know? Hopefully Sakurai keeps uh, keeps making games. I hope he doesn't retire. Which he might. He's he's definitely older. But... Uh, and I hope I hope Smash doesn't end. And it's kind of like a sour note. Not that it's going to be a good character or bad character. Mainly just because it's over, you know? It's the... Uh, it's been a, a wild ride of... Uh, what is it? Three fighter packs now? Two fighter packs? And it's it's literally ultimate. It's the the magnum opus of like Smash. It's the fucking one. And uh, 
they're really like i don't know it's such a fun i don't think like the fun's gonna stop i think we're gonna keep playing this for years and years but definitely the hype will die down and whenever that happens we kind of spend more time off the game and i don't want that to end so i really hope it like stays relevant in some capacity and uh maybe add echo characters like you know you can't really break the game that way add some echo characters there's some there's some you can add shadow um fucking Jin, Jin and Kazuya something like that you could do that just add some echo character for fuck's sake um and that is it for smash um October 5th is when they announce more I can't wait for that uh I'll definitely give you guys my impressions on that and uh we'll do like a we'll do a quick little five minute uh guessing game or uh what do you call it a uh I can't think of it. Brainstorm. We'll do a brainstorm on what character we think it'll be. Animal Crossing will get its own direct in October, and Brewster and the Roost are coming soon. Uh, don't know what the Brewster part means, because I am not that uh, Animal Crossing uh, expert that you think I am, but I am a cultured gamer, so I have played it. I love the game. I just don't know what that is. But it is getting its own direct in October, which is awesome. It's just more updates, um, so look out for that. Mario Party Superstar sees the return of Woody Woods, Yoshi's Tropical Island, and Horrorland, which bummed me out because I know they already showed it, but I wanted to see the goddamn space level. Uh, I know they already showed it in like the previews and the early gameplay, but I want to see a nice span of it. You know what I'm saying? Spread that shit. And I, I just, I just want to I wanna see the whole map. I want to see the laser run. I want to see all the, the middle lane and all that. Uh... And yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be fun. I uh, can't wait to play that game on October 29th. That's actually really fucking soon. It's in a month. Like at the end of the month, man. Mm, going to be all up in that shit. Uh, hopefully they have bumper balls. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, that's nuts. Hopefully they have bumper balls. Hey, yo. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Miyamoto announced the cast and release date of the Super Mario Brothers movie. So some of the people they announced were Anna Taylor-Joy will play Peach, which is cool. Charlie Day will play Luigi, which is fine. Jack Black will play Bowser, which what the fuck is he going to say? Like, okay. Thanks, uh, Jack Black. Um, Keegan-Michael Key will play Toad, which actually makes sense. uh, Because if you ever heard his voice, I think he can actually do an impression of Toad. Seth Rogen will play Donkey Kong, which... I mean, I I don't really know what to expect out of that. It's just... (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck i fucked it up uh, i'm too tired to try it but uh that's the closest i got charles Ma- charles martinet which i have his signature on the shitty mario party game since it's relevant uh he was actually pretty cool to meet in person he was doing all the voices as he was signing shit at first he looked at me <laughs> so he had just got done signing uh something some dumbass little picture uh for a kid and then I, I walk up and I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, he's like, yeah, how's it going? And then he's he just looks down and starts writing the things. He's like, here we go. Yeah. He's like, wow, wow, weedy, wow, weedy. He starts doing it. And then I'm just like, I was just like, I think he's like, yeah, sure, man. And I'm like, hmm, hmm, you put some spice on it. I don't like that. I didn't like that. Charles Martinet, Mario. I didn't even like that. That was fucked up. Uh, so, uh, he's going to do a guest appearance apparently in there somewhere. Um, and they announced a couple other special guest voices. 
this movie's made by Illumination, which I am uh, very. I mean, I, I love Despicable Me. I didn't really care for Despicable Me, Despicable Me two, but Despicable Me one was phenomenal. Loved it, absolutely loved it. One of the best animated movies ever. Do not get me wrong, I loved it. However, where the fuck do you get off putting Chris Pratt as Mario? How the fuck does that work? Every every other one, I was like, I could see it. Chris Pratt as Mario? How is that even possible? Oh, man, that's going to be weird as fuck. We're going to, it's like, you might as well put Ryan Reynolds as Mario at that point. Hey, guy, hey, hey, I'm Mario. Hey, ugh, come on, dude. I don't know. It's maybe I have faith in Illumination because they're they they know how to make animated movies like this. So I'm not like that weary. But I think Chris Pratt as the main lead is like a very weird thing. He would have to like unless he's got some like weird perfect Mario impression. And also, you're hiring Charles Matinee as a fucking or Martinet, Sorry, I'm butchering your name as a special guest voice. He's the fucking voice of Mario. And you're doing something that needs a voice for Mario. And you literally recast him. That is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Makes zero sense. And not only does he do Mario, he can also do Luigi. He can also do Wario. He can do Waluigi. He can do uh, a couple other characters. It's just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, you don't, you, you're doing too much. And when you do too much, you get the ugly ass Sonic that released and got pandered and then had to be changed. This is possibly one of those things for me. However, like I said, it's probably going to come out and be amazing. But because uh, I personally love the Sonic movie, however, that was after the revision. Thank God we didn't get that first one. Um, but yeah, we'll, well, you know, we'll see on it on it all. I feel like it's going to come out and be amazing, but it's just fucking weird. It's too weird for me. Uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection brings four classic games to Switch today. Dun, 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 dun. After many leaks and rumors, it was officially announced that Castlevania Advanced Collection will be released later today. Dun, dun, dun. All these games coming out today, baby. Uh, they include Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, and Castlevania Dracula X. These are all games that were featured on the Game Boy Advance, I believe. And that's what's called the Advanced Collection. And boy, do they look like advanced games. I really was hoping that these were going to be somewhat of like a remaster or like a big you know, big update, but it just looks like they're mainly ported maybe with some new colors, uh, which is kind of disappointing. I was really hoping for something better or something more, but I don't, you know, it's out today. I have to see what price it is. I haven't really looked, but if it's for the right price, I might check it out. You know, I, those games are pretty fun. It'll hurt my heart because PlayStation, it's not on PlayStation. It won't have trophies and you know, that's a whole thing. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a simp for trophies. ActRaiser uh, Renaissance, if you remember that game, is a remastered version of SNES ActRaiser, and it's out today as well. Dun, dun, dun. I never played it, but it actually looked pretty uh, impressive. Not like a fucking next-gen game or anything, or a modern game even. But it looked good for a remastered old game, and that's kind of what I was expecting from the Castlevania drop, but this is more, I guess, some other game called ActRaiser, which I never played. I'm sorry if you guys played it and you're just like, you fucking idiot. Um, it is what it is. I just, I'm not into it, but it's out today. And if you're into that game, it's go, go play it. It's waiting for you on the store. <laughs> Project Triangle Strategy is now called Triangle Strategy because 
Nintendo loves mixing up names, baby. And uh, it's going to be released in March 2020. And uh, that's a game. And uh, that's a game. Uh, Metroid Dread gets an extended story trailer like I predicted. Comes out October 8th, of course. You already know that. Yoko Taro's card RPG voice of cards heads to Switch this October, which is Yoko Taro is the boy who made... Oh, fuck, what is it called? Nier. Uh, Nier and Nier Automata and all that shit. Uh, this is a tabletop card game. Looks interesting. I'm not really into card games like that. So if you are, it uh, looked pretty interesting. It looked like it was doing a lot of different shit. And the art style is, of course, amazing. Comes out October 28th on the Switch. Dying Light 2, Stay Human, uh, and Dying Light Platinum Edition comes to the cloud for Nintendo Switch if you want to play those games in 720p on a handheld wireless streaming through the internet not really that great quality and they're they're old and they're all about twitch movements and they're parkouring fast movements around the city and running away at dark uh lit night times i can't imagine this game being good uh but dying light 2 is a new game um which is apparently a very big game i'm actually surprised but i think they're they're doing the cloud streaming thing again like they did with hitman so uh you know um it's coming out February 4th, 2022. I think that's alongside the actual release date of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Free demo will be available when it comes out if you wanted to try out that stupid-ass cloud version. On October 19th uh, this year, Dying Light Platinum Edition will be released on Switch and will help prepare fans for the sequel and help with the wait and cool. Um, like I said, don't play this game on Switch. Even if you're like, hey, I kind of want to play it, then you could probably find, you know... I get a little PlayStation 4 jump off somewhere and fucking go get the Dying Light, you know, Platinum Edition for 20 bucks. It might be a little bit more expensive, but, you know, it might actually be responsive. (laughs) Mario Golf Super Rush gets new characters and courses. That's awesome. I didn't buy the game. Kind of glad I didn't because it seems like it was dying out. And uh, my hype for just, like, uh, wanting a new game was very strong at the time, so I'm glad I, I withstood that. But it is getting a, new, a bunch of new stuff, like new characters even, and new courses, which is awesome. Uh, one being Ninji, one being Koopa Troopa. All good shit. I'm glad they're supporting these games and making them uh, live longer. And this is kind of why I'm upset about Smash, but that's neither here nor there. And uh, this is good. We're getting more Mario Golf content. So if you did like the game, there's more stuff out, and they're further extending that gameplay for you to enjoy it even longer. Delta Rune Chapter 2 makes its way to Switch later today, which Delta Rune was the uh, fuck. I think it's it's not not necessarily a sequel to Undertale, but it is a spin-off or like just the next game that guy made. And uh Delta Rune Chapter 2 is obviously the second part of that. Delta Rune 1 came out a long time ago and uh it, se- it seems like a lot of people liked it, but they seemed like demos, like parts of a game. Uh so I feel like ultimately whenever they get all these parts out, they'll probably make a Deltarune period and that'll have all the chapters. But uh, but yeah, if you if you couldn't wait and you wanted to try it out, Deltarune Chapter 2 is on the Switch later today, baby. Or I guess yesterday. Uh, Chocobo GP brings a Final Fantasy racing game coming to Switch in 2022. Pretty interesting. Disco Elysium, the final cut, arrives on Switch on October 12th. And that was interesting because the first thing I said to Jay was, that game has a lot of like adult themes and cursing and um there's one point where they say the f word and it's not the one that rhymes with truck 
and I'm, I mean, I think I think they bleep it out in the even the PlayStation version, but it's like, you know what they're saying, and it's a little a little awkward for them to be putting that. But you know, the more mature games coming to Switch is a better sign because they're definitely getting with the times a little bit more, and not just catering to only kids, knowing that their fan base uh, has to cater to people with money a little bit sometimes. So that's pretty good, and it's such a phenomenal game. If you haven't played it, go check it out. It's a story-based game it's a little slow it's all about narrative and answering questions and the game kind of reacts to what you choose to say which is also determined by dice rolls and stuff like that so definitely go check it out if you have it um this is a game that actually would actually perform would actually would actually perform well on switch this is actually like a perfect switch game in my opinion because if you're just like out and about and you need to progress the story or something it's just sitting there and play the story it's this is the kind of shit I want to see on Switch for the portable uh, aspect of it. New trailer shown off for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity's new expansion pass content. So that's coming out. Uh, and it's going to be released on October 29th of this year. Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition comes to uh, Switch Holiday 2021. Shadowrun Trilogy brings three classic RPGs to Switch in 2022. Uh, Rune Factory 5 comes uh, to Switch on 2022, and Arcade Archives Pac-Man Xevious adds more arcade classics to Switch today. And that is it. Uh, it's been, you know, it's a bummer that we didn't get a Switch uh, or a Smash announce- announcement outside of it being an announcement of an announcement. But I kind of like that they're letting it up to be a more intimate moment with Sakurai because those videos are always nice. He's just sitting there joking around with his friends in the room or his coworkers, and you know they're all laughing. He's just kind of chilling and going over his new content, which I think like you know that I love those those moments for him and like I love that he like just gets to spend time joking around a bit about like what he's releasing instead of it just being a serious event or whatever uh i really like i really like how that's set up and i think uh my main question is like i wonder if they're gonna open with it show the character or they're gonna let him talk for a second they'd be like here it is and then just build the hype there i don't know um but either way it's gonna be exciting day october 5th can't come soon enough i think it's in like two weeks and uh yes and smash is gonna be over after that you know it's all it's all done at that point uh, and all in all, like I said, the whole overall thing was like they announced a bunch of things that I am semi excited for, like Kirby, the Nintendo Switch Online stuff, which you got to pay more for, which is kind of a bummer. I wanted to see Bayonetta three, so I, you know, I was impressed by what they showed. I really like that. Splatoon three, a little bit less impressive, but I'm still interested. But these are all things that are like they're coming a little too far away from now, so I'm not like extremely excited. I think the biggest thing was maybe. The Mario Party uh, Superstars update, the extended trailer for Metroid Dread, the Animal Crossing update uh, that they're doing a direct soon. KOTOR had a remake too. I don't know why I didn't say that. Or not a remake, but uh, KOTOR is getting ported to the Switch on November 11th. I forgot to mention that, but that's happening. Uh, but yeah, like I, I like the... I like, Obviously, the games they announced that we can get excited for now is like a little bit more uh, interesting to me. Where some of these other games are, I'm kind of like mildly interested in and mildly excited for. So the fact that they're so far away is even more like I, I can wait, you know. So uh, that's basically where I'm at with this. And I think it was a standard ass Nintendo Direct. I wish they would have brought more hype, but uh, you know, it's they they did what they had to do. I mean, I don't think it's the end of the year. We're, we shouldn't really be expecting a banger of a of a event at this point. 
obviously we still have game awards so there might be something there as well not necessarily only to switch but just to anything um but this late in the year you're only really going to get 2022 announcements so uh on one hand you're like damn i want stuff now but on the other hand it's like we have a lot now and uh they're only going to get you prepped for next year because it's already on the cusp of being next year so uh it was good i enjoyed it i, I know the group chat didn't really enjoy it and that's that but i think it was a pretty solid i think it was a pretty solid normal nintendo direct uh and it was definitely on the more standard size and not like i feel like we got a couple worse nintendo directs before this over the summer that uh that were a little less interesting or like a little bit more of a mislead or just like not important so this was actually welcome in my eyes i was like oh great it's a fucking it's something to look forward to and actually um get some while not the biggest announcements but definitely get some updates on some games i've been wanting wondering about and some games i didn't know i wanted like uh kirby so uh good for nintendo good job and i can't wait for that uh sakurai event on october 5th and i can't wait for you guys to have a good weekend and i hope everybody enjoyed this episode i hope everybody enjoys the podcast i hope everybody enjoys kina and fucking any game you're playing now i hope you just enjoy it share a game to a friend over the weekend spread the podcast with somebody over the weekend um relax over the weekend take a break take five and uh just make sure you get a moment to yourself and keep a clear mind and hope everybody has a great weekend i'll see you guys monday with a couple more impressions on uh kina i might just like come out with a review and i might have a preview for halo infinite and kind of give my impressions on how that went. So thank you guys so much, and I will see you Monday.